0: If I'm a college quarterback, you know, um, you know, Shador Sanders, uh, who else is out there that's possibly gonna come back to school? Why are you coming back? Quinn Ewers. Why? Go now. Watch these guys. These quarterback situations are brutal. And then you you mentioned the idea of four or seven teams that are in if the playoffs ended today. Like uh, give me my shot. I'll go I'll go take my shot.
1: Welcome to the Green Light Podcast. Thank you for stopping by. We're going to have a great show for you today. Stanford Steve comes through town. He's hanging out, and we're talking college football playoffs. We also have a fun exercise where we pick the top four playoff teams from the NFL. If the NFL had a playoff in the regular season into today, we are going to pick the top four teams that would make that playoff college football committee style. We also talk about the growing number of quarterback injuries across the NFL, especially after Trevor Lawrence went down on Monday Night Football against the Bengals, who had a quarterback injury of their own a couple weeks ago with Joe Burrow. Is it affecting the product that the NFL puts out? We talk about it. And stick around at the end of the show for our betting locks. You'll know exactly what to pick after listening to Chris, Macon, and Steve. You won't want to miss that. Enjoy the entire show, and we'll see you on Friday.
2: Steve, how long is this?
3: Um I don't know.
2: I mean it's not a trick question. You can just put a foot. No,
3: for instance, do one for me. I would like to tell people that you just got thirty three inches on the nose. I got thirty three inches on the nose earlier. I'm really good at this. Hold on a minute, play.
0: Oh, I couldn't tell it's a tape measure.
3: Oh, that's two foot uh, it's two foot one and a half inches. Twenty one inches. You were off. Okay, well I got a little cocky.
0: What was mine?
2: Four inches. Uh, that was easy. Yours was four inches.
0: He was close.
1: Okay. He said half a foot. Does four. that mean
0: like is this a hint that like you're doing home improvement work at home and you no, just forgot no. to take your no. tape measure off your belt when you came in?
2: A couple things. This is this one do. of our best bits, actually, <laughs> well, Steve.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely one of the best bits. The other best bit that we have every time he walks in now is he pours a a glass of water from variable heights. (laughs) Like He'll he'll (laughs) take the water, and he'll go here, he'll go here, and he looks around to make sure everybody sees him doing his routine. I (laughs) do do this, and it is fun. It's a crowd pleaser. Do your kids like it? I don't do it for the kids. Do it for my yeah, actually,
2: you my probably job. want
0: to keep your house clean. That's why you yeah. don't care yeah, about no the drops pops,
3: of water oh, yeah. in his house, but in this studio, it's like Splash Mountain. So I
2: clean up after myself too.
3: Hey guys, yeah. got back from Philly just a little bit ago. Wanted okay. to boy, shout out,
2: boy, boy, are his arms tired?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why?
2: Well, you just flew in.
3: Yeah, I got it. I'm sorry, man. That's good. No, I'm sorry. I actually had the same pilot who two weeks ago asked me, uh, well, he made direct eye contact during the briefing when it came to no smoking, no vaping. <laughs> <laughs> this time, Nolan Nolan bird? is my witness. He, the, you know, like sometimes <laughs> I got to, sometimes, prolonged yeah. Sometimes I got to get a bird up to Philly. Like, it's a quick turnaround for me to even get up there, and do the whole thing. So, like, you know, it's a short flight. Me and Nolan popped in there, and the guy made direct eye contact during the briefing, and that just doesn't happen a lot. And I see him again on the tarmac this week, and I'm like, here we go. And he gets into his thing, and he actually stops because I'm wondering how he's going to play it. And he's like, I know you wouldn't consider doing that, uh, but I just have to say it. And I just stopped the briefing. I was like, hold on a second. Do people really do that on these planes? You know, playing all incredulous? It's 2023. Ashtrays have
2: been
0: gone for 50 years.
2: I was
3: like, for fuck's sake, man. Anyways, get on with it. And he finished the thing. Anyways, I got back from Philly. Uh, Can
0: I just add? add, Because I hate to do this, you know, being fortunate enough to fly with Scott. That's never brought up in our brought up in our briefing. <laughs>
3: well, no it's smoking. not usually brought up in no my smoking. briefings say, either.
0: I'm just saying it. I just maybe I was like, wow, 13 Might have weeks ago been
3: you know that day. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's a fan of the podcast. Maybe he's uh, friends
4: with Big Dom or has heard the Big Dom story. Maybe he's heard the Big oh.
3: Dom story, which hey, god. How
0: about Big Dom?
3: Big Dom, bro. Big Star. Listen, uh, I had my foundation event last night in Philly. Shout out to our Chris Long Foundation team. It was the team dinner. It was me and Connor when We do this thing where we it's the first year we're doing it, but we get people together. We kind of recreate a team dinner without making the rookie pay the the, the $20,000 tab. The people at the, the dinner, they eat for free. It's nice. And then hopefully they give you money later. So uh, I invited some guys. You know after the Eagles lose, I'm not going to get my buddies to come down. It's just mm. nobody wants to go out in public. I didn't want to go to Whole Foods after games like that. Let alone a charity dinner, but there were some celebrities who I had, uh, you know, extended invites to. One of them, Howard Askin, who, if you're a Philly guy, you know Howard. I call him genius. Love Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Brent Selleck came. AJ Feely came. Carl Nassib was there. Um, we had, you know, Harold Harold Carmichael, oh. uh, Mike Quick, like two Legends. of my. Freaking heroes from in that building. Yeah, like total legends. So in Philly, they show up, but the one guy I wasn't sure whether or not he was going to show up was going to be Big Dom. In fact, I was pretty sure he wasn't going to show up because he's got to keep a low profile after last night or a couple nights Mm. ago. Dude, halfway through the event, it was like everybody's head turned, and they looked like through all the quote-unquote celebrities standing at the front of the room, and a guy in a sweatsuit walks in, and it's Big Dom in uniform. He shows up just slowly paces down that hall of stake 48 and it was like the mayor was in the building there were Amazing. there were there were people running towards us and we were like yeah i'll do a picture and it was like no nah, it's for dom dude <laughs> he's the most popular guy in the fucking city right now and he's just doing his job maybe a little bit more than his job but i want to show some love to big dom for coming out and supporting my event uh, but i'm back awesome. here yeah i'm back here my arms are tired making and so is my brain because i've been thinking about this all day and we're going to talk about monday night football but i got my first 15 for you here and I, it kind of sparked last night i'm steve i'm in philly so we finished the event it's 10 o'clock i go back up to the, ho- the hotel and i'm intending on going to bed thinking the jags are going to have this in the bag or something and i can mm-hmm. steal like a fourth quarter of sleep which you never can do and I'm in the lobby and I'm watching the phone horizontally and my foundation team sitting there was some gals that don't really care about football that much. I mean, you know, and I'm trying I'm gawking at what's going on on the fucking and this is before Trevor Lawrence gets hurt. And I'm gawking yeah. at the product on, on the field. And, and the fact that I'm watching it on my phone, you get this backup quarterback in the Jags on a Monday night. I'm like, Ladies. The line is 10 points. I'm like, this just isn't supposed to, to happen. It's every fucking time there's a game. And they're looking at me like, uh-huh. And I'm like, you don't understand. This product is bulletproof. It's incredible. And I'm just I'm sitting there, and I'm having trouble explaining it. And then another QB goes down. And now we're sitting there, and we've got four of seven AFC quarterbacks, if the playoffs started today, that are out, dude. And it's wild because you're not even talking about the other teams. We're not talking about, um, you know, Rodgers. We're not talking about Burrow because he wouldn't be in right now. We're not talking about Kirk Cousins, Richardson. And, you know, like I would like to chalk it up to scrambling QBs, maybe more passing attempts, but it's not like these guys are getting hurt in any particular way. It's not like the the league could do more to protect them. Even with all the crazy shit they've done, this doesn't fall in the league not giving them enough protection – um, the scoring is down. Unders are up, right? Primetime unders, other than last night, took an absolute bath on that. But the the fucking unders are up. The red zone's terrible. Primetime games. They signed a, a lifetime deal with Zach Wilson, unknowingly, to play in primetime. So they're missing on a lot of key points here. And the officiating's terrible. The other day, the officiating was terrible. Both sides. Kansas City, Green Bay. So, like you think maybe we can overcome that because we've got gambling now, and maybe that's why the NFL is so damn viable is gambling. But if gambling is viable and guys are getting suspended for gambling and uh, the bad calls continue, then you get these conspiracy people who think like, yeah, the, the refs have something on the game or they affect the outcome for Vegas. So I just think it's incredible that we're sitting here watching this product like nothing's going on. And there is a lot going on. If you look at the top 10 markets... TV market, Steve, and I don't know. You probably already realize this when you look at it, but in New York, you've got DeVito, you've got Sleepy Tim Boyle, or whoever. Simeon um, in in uh, fucking LA, you've got the Rams and the Chargers, not very good. Chicago in the basement. Ritter is your quarterback in Atlanta, and in Boston, it's a two win team. On top of that, you do have Houston with a new quarterback, one of the t- top ten markets. The four, five, six—I think what saves them. It's Philly, Dallas, and San Fran, and maybe if those brands or those markets are rolling, you're okay. And also, Green Bay looks like it's in good hands. But the fucking Eagles game was the top-rated game in 25 years the other day, and I'm sitting in the lobby and I'm gawking at a Monday Night Football game between the Jags and the Bengals, and it meant nothing before Trevor Lawrence got hurt. And so, like, I'm just wondering: Am I supposed to be marveling at this, guys? Their ability to overcome this stuff, or should should we worry about the sustainability of this product because it's real? It's a real problem.
0: I honestly do think it's bulletproof. I really do. It's gotta be when you when you come down to it. It's an awesome point by you being there. You know, I'm biased because I'm there. Like you know, you walk in. I'm I'm one of the first people. In the stadium to to tape my early shows, so I'm I, I'm there at three o'clock through one in the morning at these stadiums when we go, and to see that last night, and I'm I'm also biased because I have uh, I have friends and connections on the Bengals, I have friends and connections on the Jacks, so like I was super fired up because I got to see guys and college teammates and roommates that I hadn't seen in in a long time, and then. The schedule comes out at the beginning of the year. I'm like, that's that's like a possible AFC pre uh, championship yeah. game. And then Burrow goes down, and then you see what uh, Jake Browning looks like. Uh, I know Jake Browning from watching him play college. Like, not the most uh, wow factor guy. You know, so then you come in, and then probably my first time seeing Trevor since college. Uh, and to see him come out and warm up. And then you see the stadium coming. But, like, there are... I can't believe how many bars there are on the level when you walk into that Jacksonville Stadium. It's, it's like, not even healthy how many bars there are. Um, but anyway, going back to your point, I'm sure we'll talk more about Jacksonville.
3: Well, the pool, too. The city.
0: It, it just keeps churning, Chris. Like, they don't wait for anyone. Uh, you know, we just got flex. We're going to get Eagles at Seahawks for a Monday night game. There's, there's different ways they keep fine-tuning things where it's always... On the top of the cusp. I mean, look what they're doing at Christmas. You know, they started doing a Christmas Day last year. They have this audacity that is just—it's it, like no other. Uh, you know, and I—the Christmas Day thing. You know, it's been basketball, NBA for my whole life, and then NFL just decides that eh, it's know ours what? now. That's uh, yeah. See ya. Uh, we're 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 going to come in and uh, we'll throw whatever amount of games we want. Yeah, sorry but not. looking I'm forward to it. NBA you have anyway. the playoffs. You know, I'm not a fan of this many teams getting in the playoffs. But we talked about this a couple weeks ago. What's it going to do? It's going to get another chance of a Jacksonville, a Cincinnati, where if you do lose your quarterback, you do have rosters strong enough to maybe sneak in and get yourself uh, a, a home game if you if you could win. You know, a, a first round game. Like it's 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 so rare and in their own tier that. You know everybody wants to comp things to it, right? There's no comp. They're no. they're their own they're their own animal, and uh, I, I I don't think I don't think my, my my other issue off of this is if I'm a college quarterback, you know um you know Shador Sanders uh who else is out there that's possibly gonna come back to school? Why are you coming back, Quinn Ewers? Yeah. Why go now? Yeah. Watch these guys. These yeah. quarterback situations are brutal. And then you you mentioned the idea of four or seven teams that are in if the playoffs ended today. Like I, give me my shot. I'll go I'll go take my shot.
3: I, I don't know, Steve. I kinda wanna make him you've been watching ball your whole life, been watching ball. We're fans of the game. Like we know what it feels like to watch Joe Webb start a game yeah. late in the season. And we've talked about how devastating it'd be to have your, your main guy down for the TV part of it and, you Mm -hmm. know, for the fans, not just the teams. I don't know if in today's day and age, and it kind of leads into talking about the Bengals, we'll get there. But I feel like if you've got a decisive backup quarterback, you have playmakers and you have a roster that's built for success, Mm -hmm. you know, which you need anyways with a franchise quarterback. But if you've got that backup who knows where to go with the football NFL offenses now are more paint-by-numbers. You know what I mean? Like it's it's There's a little less artistry. I mean, there's more in the play extension and that sort of thing. But these schemes are crazy. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a guy who has it down and you have a nice scheme and you just have a guy that doesn't need a big arm that can, you know, just dink and dunk you to death, mix in a shot like, uh, like Browning last night just to let you know we can do it because the whole game changed after that you can survive and I'm not saying it's like, but, but if we're going this way and quarterbacks are all slinging the ball 40 times a game, you're going to have more injuries. You're going to have more backup quarterbacks playing. The NFL has to figure out how to do that. And maybe the, the natural progression of things is going to do that anyways, because I've seen backup quarterbacks win big spots. I've seen, I was on a team with Nick Foles. Mm -hmm. If I'm the Bengals, I'm selling that dream to, to that team because honestly, they're not that dissimilar. I mean, that's my point is, like, maybe they can overcome it because the offenses have changed to where backups can thrive. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to let me clear my throat. Uh uh
3: You
2: know what I'm saying there, Steve?
3: You got a frog.
2: I'm not saying anything revelatory. I don't think that we should downplay, though, the things like fantasy football and gambling and that it's one game a week. Every game is important. There are only 17 of them, and yet you're monopolizing the week with Monday night Thursday night, Sunday, Sunday night, like Steve said, Christmas Day, now Black Friday. The draft is a traveling circus. People go to the Combine for crying out loud. And there's parody. There's a salary cap. And social media. You open up Twitter and everybody's going off about Jake the Snake. Browning.
3: And even the bad stories are good stories. uh, uh, Because of social media. Because uh, people love to watch a, a burning car. You know, like the Jets... Although it's terrible, objectively, and you know, nobody wants to see those games in primetime, there is a factor of, like, with, with all the access and information we had. Back, when, back in the 90s, when there was a 2-13 and 13 team, it was just a fucking number on a paper, and you weren't going to see that game. Now it's like, we can fucking make fun of this team all week. There's quotes, there's access, there's memes, dude. What my dad would have done with memes as a kid growing up, you know, watching the Patriots pre Tom Brady and pre, you know, all that would have been. But now, uh, yeah, there's even something when Joe Flacco enters the building week 11 or th- 12 or 13 to start against uh, the Rams, and he's wearing a Browns uniform. Like these wacky stories that really don't a- equate to good football. They're storylines.
2: And you pull your phone out of your pocket. You start to talk yourself into a plus 16 every now and again. No question. No it's qu- fun. Every now and again. And these productions these tv productions are awesome the yes. cameras are great the announcers are great i mean it's it's a very high quality viewing experience in large part because we're we're doing it from our
3: Couches. But you hit on parity, dude. I think parity is the thing that they don't mind. That's the flip side of the coin of having like truly elite teams, which we only have maybe one of in the NFL right now, but we're riding the wave week to week. It could be another team. Another, like there was a point where we thought it was just the Ravens or just the Eagles or, you know, so it's going to change. But the parity is the constant right now. And I think that's a good thing for the NFL. Um, lots of bad teams, too. I think a hidden factor is with coaches getting shorter leashes. In today's mm-hmm. NFL, owners mm-hmm. like David Tepper make it really hard for a team to turn the corner because the floor is so low. When, when you're cycling through more coaches, you're cycling through more bad coaches, shorter stints, less time to actually like implement a culture. Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, yeah, they haven't been a 13-win team every year, and people make fun of the 9-8 the and eight thing or the 8-8 eight and eight thing, mm-hmm. being right above 500. But the floor is so high because they have a program. You know they have a way of doing things, and so you don't have those programs anymore in the NFL, and so more teams are like uh, one-time head coach factories. And you're right, we we like the bad stories too. The controversies are good. The bad officiating is good. It fucking sells, dude. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm not going anywhere. I'll be back in the Chow Line Thursday night for for Patriots Steelers. I cannot Heck wait, yeah. dude. I cannot wait. Nothing better than that on Thursday night. And you could tell me it means nothing. It means everything. And I can make it mean even more. That's the beauty of being an NFL fan right now. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so talking about that game last night, Steve. Yeah. Do you think the Bengals can be like uh maybe not the Eagles in 2017? Yeah. But but they they that's a dream you can sell to that group. I don't know you can sell it to Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, no, it's um talking with people around there like they were confident, they felt a lot better about Browning going in the last night than they did the week before. Uh, I think a lot of that had to do uh, with you know the pass rush of Pittsburgh compared to what Jacksonville brings to the table. Uh, but when you, you every person there brings up the culture in the locker room, and I think it's it's something that Zach Taylor, I think, it's totally overlooked because of his demeanor and what he is. He's not this rah rah you know Sirianni guy. He's not loud in your face. But man, that's a tight tight knit group. They lost Cameron Britt. Uh, you know, it, Friday in practice, and when you look at you talk about the offensive systems, I don't think that off it, that Zach Taylor gets enough credit because you talked about losing quarterbacks, and everybody obviously always has a comment whether it's a personal foul on a hit on a quarterback, and you know we get you know social media lights up. Is this is this rough in the past or if not? The way the rules are now, it's like watching Jamar Chase in person. It's almost impossible to stop him. Yeah, and, and and how creative Cincinnati is in moving him around, and you know running that deep motion now with him, and then you know the Dolphins starting that you know that you know the trip stack where you change the coverage because you know the the inside receiver off the line motions to become the outside, and that's how you see Tyreek get loose. And they started doing that with Chase last night. Um, I just, I I do feel, and I think Cincinnati, I thought Zach said it after the game too, you know, they talked about the gameplay coming in, you know, you got his feet on the ground, you you know, he went 10 for his first 10 with all those throws, you know, coming, uh, close to the line of scrimmage. And then you opened it up because you had confidence in him. And Zach Taylor said, no, that's, that's not why he's like, Mm -hmm. we need that time to see what the defense is going to do. And I just thought it was super smart. Like it's just yeah. reactionary. They have all these bullets in the gun for a quarterback, even if it's a backup, to attack the defense. And it was just really, really cool to see because they answer too. You know, Jacksonville comes out, they take the lead, uh, they get the bonehead uh, double pass turnover, hmm. and that place is ready to pop up seven. And Cincinnati comes out, hits the deep ball to Chase, and then it's game on from there. So it was super impressive. I really like. Um, Anna Rumo and what that defense does, man. They they don't have superstars, but man, they got solid guys all over. And I mentioned the injury in the secondary. Another guy's come in. The kid Battle, uh, I think is is gonna be a phenomenal player from Alabama. He played a ton of snaps. They just do a good job. You know, they don't bring pressure. Like they're hot. What are they? Top five on third down pressures, I think Troy said. But not when you look at overall pressures, they're below, you know, lower tier in the league. But they are super, super effective, and you know, as good as Trevor is, he still was um, a, a, a little indecisive uh, when when you watch it in person, and that's I, I think that's a tribute to what Anarumo does with that defense.
3: And you you just said it, I, Taylor. Sometimes we we heap on him beginning of the season, especially right when we're like, what are they doing? And earlier yeah. this year, like you know, we're questioning the scheme when obviously Joe's hurt, and it Mm -hmm. it limits what they can do, but it's another guy who's been there a while, and people have thrown rocks at him every year, and some people ask for his job at times, and same thing with McDermott in Buffalo. Now, I think McDermott has cost them at times, and yeah, like, Mm -hmm. you'd like a coach that might have a higher ceiling um, from, like, um, an offensive standpoint, but they're two guys with programs and yeah. the floors on those programs are high. And, you know, mm-hmm. even with a backup in these teams know who they are and what they need to do in these situations. So um, hats off to him. And for for Trevor, for a guy mm-hmm. that's had a bunch of consecutive starts, I feel like he's also been hurt a lot. And um, and I, yeah. I he's always dealing with something and you, you feel for him. It means a lot to him. You could tell. I don't think he, re- he I don't think he realized how bad a high ankle sprain hurts last night. I mean, I think part of it was like thinking, "Damn, I just broke my leg." I don't know. Maybe he's had a high ankle before, um, but as soon as he went down, you knew it was a problem. And for them, as I mentioned, even though it's a quick passing game, and you think, you know, that that should bode well for somebody like C.J. Beathard or a backup. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Not with a with the run game the way it is, and yeah. uh, you know the defense. Man, the defense doesn't do them any favors right now. You have played that game against, um, I, I think a couple weeks ago, maybe against Houston, and and mm-hmm. um, Trayvon chipped in, and Josh Allen was spectacular. And you want to praise that group, but they're not consistent.
0: No, and to compound things, you know we're, we literally are going out to the field. And so we lose about, I don't know, two minutes or three minutes from our walk from our truck to the field to get set up for post game, and you know Jacksonville's kind of a weird thing where they move their facility, but they still have offices. There's a hallway, and there's just this one hallway for us to come down. But I didn't know this, but that's the the medical tunnel too. So literally, I don't know what's going on for three plays, and then I'm coming down and. Boom! There's Trevor Lawrence getting carried. You saw off. him
3: up close in that. Were you in that video? See, and I
0: were right, right there, uh, in the tunnel. And I'm like, oh man, what the hell just happened? And like he couldn't put pressure on there. And again, to your saying he didn't realize what happened. I mean, it's Walker Little, 300 pound plus with a foot on you. Yeah, like that. You don't know when you get stepped on or you get kicked. Like you don't know initially because that the, the the pain is so huge off the get. But off of that. They didn't put Walker Little back in the game. They benched right. him, right? And I just look at that idea as it—you it, it, know—you lose your quarterback, but then also, what are we doing up front? Yep. And I mean, P- Petherd almost gave the way, gave the game away with the fumble on his first snap. First, but nap. he knew exactly where to ball. Go with the ball, and um, you know the holding call was unfortunate. Uh, did you think it was a hold? Uh,
3: no, no. I thought it was borderline. Of course, good good there. acting. I was good also acting. on the the Jags, so mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah. yeah. And so, Steve, did you see any golf carts in those tunnels in Jacksonville?
0: No, they they don't allow those in there.
3: Yeah, because why are couldn't we doing walk. that? I guy can't walk. Literally, couldn't walk. But he also yeah. strikes me as the type of guy that's like, I'm gonna walk off this field, but yeah. but he's not. <laughs> so <laughs> You're not giving him credit for that. And also, when you turn your ankle like that, because I've had a high ankle you it it's not like you land in basketball and you roll your ankle sideways <laughs> it's, you're it's, like you're like it, what just happened to my leg it turn it's got to turn a certain kind of way Does um, it need a new name um, hey a high boy is what we called it back in the day or a low damn high we called it a low damn high cuz you know you come in there and they'd be like yeah it's just a low ankle sprain and you're like i can't walk look, so look i, I all right
2: so it does need a different name. It needs to be renamed, rebranded, the ankle sprain. Yeah. Because I can walk or I can step off the curb sprain an ankle. Yeah, you know? it's hard
3: to get a high ankle sprain like as a civilian out you there. You hear
2: Liz Frank injury and you're like, oh my God, yeah, that's the real deal. Yeah. Well, Liz Frank was a 19th century gynecologist. Did you know that? They got Yeah, I knew that.
3: Okay, <laughs> I, I, I heard that. that. No, I've, I've heard that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he was known for taking out rectums. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Look it up. Yeah, he lived in the 18th and the 19th century. So I don't know if we call him an 18th century gynecologist or a 19th century gynecologist. Well, that's that
3: is irrelevant.
0: I thought it was a woman.
3: <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, Liz Frank, man. Yeah. No, it's a man. also yeah. interesting. It's a man. But yeah, if, if if you're gonna it's kind of a double whammy there because you're, you're like take your
0: a... helmet
2: off, slam it on the ground, and then then get carried off. You can't then hear sprained ankle. You need to hear something cool like Liz Frank. Yes.
0: Or Macon Gunter.
2: Yeah,
3: Pistorius, something. Pistorius. <laughs> we can call it a Pistorius, who, by the way, is he might be getting out soon. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, on the, he's on the last leg of his parole. So, uh, anyways, I, um, I just wanted to talk about the AFC playoff race because things are different now. Yeah. You know, it's yes. just fucking different. I don't know. Like, every week I think I have this thing down and some injury. We'll take a shot in the dark. Well, I mean, you got the Jack. First off, what you got to figure out is the AFC South um, shot in the dark. Yeah. Huh? You got, you got it? No. Nobody else got it? No. All right. Shot in the dark. Stories. Did he shoot? Yeah, he shot. Oh. And I think killed. his. No, I know girlfriend. he killed. I thought it was some other kind of way. You, you get it now, Cowboy? Thanks. Yeah. Funny, not yeah, not not no. Funny. Not for her. <laughs> not for anyone. The, especially the editor of this show. Um, okay, so... Best so I yeah, almost held it for Thursday. Yeah, you're right, you're, you're right. right. Uh, so, looking at the playoff race, I think you have to start by looking at the AFC South and saying, who do you think wins this thing? And the Jags, I think they're going to miss like um, a month at Trevor Lawrence. I could see him coming back... It's the he didn't have to get the tightrope surgery. That's what would uh, happen to, uh, to to Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett, and so Kenny, when he had that at Pitt, he was out for a month. So I kind of look at that as a baseline. I think you know, knowing Trevor, he's going to try to get back before that. But his first game could be you know that Baltimore game, and before then they've got the Browns this this coming weekend, monumental game for them. Uh, Ravens, which you're like. Ah. God, I, I hope they look like shit this weekend. You know, with no Mark Andrews for the second time. Uh, you got the Bucks, you got the Panthers and the Titans. So, you got to feel like if you can if you can split these two games here, I still feel like you can win the division. You know, uh, I I believe in Doug. You got to. Me too. We're talking about this backup quarterback situation. Who's the guy who fucking took us to the Super Bowl with Nick Foles? Mm. Doug. Dougie P. And, you know,
2: and, and Troy was right. He said, uh, Beathard looks mighty loose out there. He did. He's
3: yeah. Comfortable.
0: He, he, and they didn't have another guy suited up.
3: Yeah. And I've always liked Beathard, but, you know, as, as a backup quarterback. So, but look at all these teams. They're playing a bunch of backups. Texans, they got at the Jets, at the Titans versus the Browns versus the Titans and at the Colts. There's five teams. They, they don't have the quarterbacks they started the season with. So uh, you got to feel good about the Texans' chances. And the Colts, same thing, at Bengals, Steelers, Falcons, Raiders, Texans. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of games you can win there. So I don't know how to call this thing. I really don't. I don't know if you guys have a lean. Um, but I think it's, it's truly one of the more consequential things. And uh, because if you look at like going to Jacksonville, to try to win a playoff game against Trevor Lawrence, that's different than going to Indy to try to win a playoff game against the Colts. And for one of these wildcard teams, it's going to matter. Let me answer a different question. Yeah.
2: If you figure it's Miami, Baltimore and Kansas city, you got Jacksonville and Houston. Who would you like to see with those last two spots? I would love for Buffalo to find their way in there. It's going to be tough. Probably have to win four out of five might have to start this week in Kansas city, But I would like to see that offense more than I would like to see, say, the Cleveland
3: Browns. I could see Buffalo beating Dallas, right? They play Dallas next week. I think they could lose to Kansas City, beat Dallas. And then from there on out, it's like it's two cupcakes in the Dolphins. I mean, who you you throttled uh, many moons ago with many more players on the field, on defense especially. But, you know, like I I think they could be in there. I I still I don't want to sell Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, because I think I really do think they're going to find a way to win tomorrow. I think they'll find a way. And you could, you could be honest, too. We're not playing Thursday Night Time Machine right now. Well, I think <laughs> they I, will. I think they're going to find a way to win. Um, you know, and then they play the Colts. That's a big one. You get the Bengals again. And, you know, you said it. It's different. You know, Browning against Jacksonville's defense with no pass rush and those guys. So at some point you get Kenny back, and I thought, th- I thought they looked good before he got hurt. So it, it's wide open, man. I don't know how to call it, but this AFC playoff race, looking at the percentages, Matt, what, what, what are some of the interesting numbers you saw from NewYorkTimes.com?
4: I just think how good a chance the Colts have to make the playoffs. It puts them about a two-thirds chance. And if you look ahead, the Colts really control their own destiny a lot playing teams that they need to get through, especially the last game of the season against the Texans.
3: So all three teams from the AFC South could get in. Yeah. And there's also a world where in two weeks – the Colts are leading the division, right? Or, you know, I mean. Yeah. So it's crazy what could happen at the end of this season. Lame stream liberal podcast. Why? Surprise. Oh, the New, New York, York Times. News. Yeah, we should get the Breitbart numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Jets, 98% chance. <laughs> Is Mason Rudolph starting for the uh, Steelers? <laughs> if so, um, <laughs> Steve's just staring at the the monitor. Um Okay, and we didn't even mention with Jacksonville, they lost Christian Kirk, so it's yes. it's, it's yeah. bad news. Um,
0: top of all that, going into last night, they controlled their own destiny for home field.
3: Yeah, it was That's all good was just sad. a week ago. Bro. I mean, the whole thing. When just, I put in that over 10-and-a-half season win total mm. on the Jags. Yeah, ex- exactly.
4: One other I have uh, that, that stood out was that the Dolphins are now a considerable favorite to get the round one by, according to this projection.
3: And the projection, worst, here's what's interesting about worst the Worst one seed ever? No, Whoa, no. They're, 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 mm, listen, here's know. how I feel about the Finns. They're scary. They're potentially the best team in the league. But it's like the conversation I had with my guy, um, you know, T. Brown or whatever his name is on X.com. I DM with this Dolphins fan. Oh. And it's turned into <laughs> like a friendship because, you know, the guy, he knows ball, but these Dolphins fans, they're under a spell. It's like, hey, buddy, I got to see you beat a good team. And they're going to have that opportunity. If they get the one seed they're going to be the, the odds-on favorite to come out because they play really well at home, and the teams they play at the end of the season, the Bills, the Cowboys, the Ravens, I think, are three of the teams they play at the end of the year. Yep, they're going to be the Titans and Jets, Cupcake, Cupcake. We're going to be talking about how great they are. This is what happens every time there's a spell in good teams they play. Whoa, holy shit, you know, and then we play these teams. So if they can beat these teams, they are the most dangerous team in the AFC. But I still believe the Chiefs, because I, I think they, I think they've got a good chance this weekend. I think uh, the next week, you know, they got uh, they got the Ra- the Patriots at the Patriots, then the Raiders, the Bengals, and at the Chargers. So if they win this weekend, they're going to have the tiebreak uh, over Baltimore, I believe, because of conference record. That's one thing is Baltimore's losses have come in conference. You know, the, the Chiefs have lost to the Eagles, the Lions. Uh, another NFC team and one AFC team. Green Bay. Green Bay. Obviously. How could I forget? That's where this fucking... That's why I'm Chase Long right now. (laughs) Along with last night. At least you get to bet the NBA in-season tournament. I don't know that I'm going to do that, Matt. I was texting Matt for NBA winners and shit. It's desperate right now. Oh, you are Chase Long. Yeah, I'm Chase Long big time right now. New Um, week. Come on. So, yeah. I mean, if you look at the the AFC, uh, it's all about matchups it's it really is uh, and I, I can't wait for these playoffs even with the backups cuz i think some of these teams with backups are still pretty formidable you know colts being one
0: you know who doesn't have a backup who denver
3: exactly and they they really, like, that's they're 21% but also like you know there were 20 We talked about how big the Houston game was They were going to plummet mathematically if they lost that game, but looking around the league right now at Jacksonville and some of these other teams, not that Jacksonville, they're ever going to leapfrog them, but you know, everything just seems a little bit more attainable. I got Denver in. This podcast brought to you by cash app, the all-in-one app for spending, sending, and setting easy to track savings goals with multiple tools for saving, spending, and sending cash app is an all-in-one way to stay in control of your money. Whether I need to send money to my pumpkin grower, pay for anything related to floating the river, quickly pay back a buddy for a night out on the town, or settle a bet, I can always count on Cash App. With security, boosts, discounts, a free-to-order debit card, no overdraft fees, Cash App is like a BFF for your money. It can be your read. Read's my BFF in the studio. Cash App, the exclusive financial Services partner of Greenlight. Downloaded in the App Store or Google Play to see why it's the number one finance finance app in the U.S. App Store.
2: Steve, I'm I'm uh I'm making you a uh, committee member here for our four-team NFL playoff. All right, okay. we can pick four teams regardless of conference. Your top four teams. A la the nc 2 way. Let's huddle up on this. I'll nominate first the San Francisco
3: 49ers for the one seed. That's a good call. And by Damn. the way, this isn't supposed to take long. It really shouldn't. I mean, I ran these numbers last night. Uh, you know, I'm just one committee member, but it took me two and a half minutes. It really comes to uh, San Francisco one. Steve, do you object? No. Okay. Who's the two seed? Philly. Philly, they, win wow. the, they own the head-to-head over Kansas City, if mm-hmm. Kansas City's included. Uh, they might own the head-to-head now. This week's game is huge for, for Philly when it comes to the playoff race. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm okay with Philly at two as long as we're including Miami and Baltimore at three and four.
3: Wow, no. dude. Uh, no. now, this is where the committee's going to no. have a hard time. This is easy. you got to have quality this, wins, man. You we, saw quality. What the, we saw what the committee just did. I'm putting Dallas three. Whoa. I'm putting know. Dallas three. Hmm. Or, or four. But I'm, at three, I can't have the Miami Dolphins. They, haven't, they have no, no quality wins. Miami's well, out.
2: All they do is score. <laughs> okay. And they stop you from scoring.
3: No, they don't stop you from scoring all the time. But then when they play the good teams, they don't score. So Zavian, Jalen? It'd be bad for the playoff if they get in and, you know, you're bringing them in on account of their scoring. That might not show up to dance. Okay. All right. Let's I say Miami the Ravens out. three. I got Ravens three. Okay. Okay.
2: So we're really just talking about one spot. I've said Miami. You Kansas said City Dallas. Beat Steve. Miami, oh, Kansas Cowboy City's the
0: four. I, yeah. Steve said Kansas City 40. beat Miami in a in a in a real neutral site yep. over in Germany. Yep. Kansas City
3: four. Yo, but what about what about Dallas?
0: What? Same as Miami. No quality wins.
3: No quality wins. They beat Seattle. How many quality wins does Kansas City have? Just I'm just being John Swafford or no, something. No, I like this. It's good. How many quality wins does Kansas City have? Uh, Miami, the one team we're saying has no quality wins.
2: Dallas got the uh, hard-charging L.A. Rams by 23 points. <laughs>
0: so, Jag, Jags with Trevor Lawrence.
3: Since nobody knows who you vote for, I'll vote for Kansas City. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote for uh, Dallas. Wow, Kansas City will be the, in not, with y'all's two votes. So damn, Dallas gets snubbed. Fuck, is Micah gonna take us to to task? Dallas, Twitter?
2: Dallas, and Miami, and the uh, whatever the hell Georgia and Florida State are playing. Dude. Yeah, like the Orange Festival Bowl or, Orange or something. Bowl.
3: Orange yeah. Bowl, yeah. Orange Bowl. So, anyways, let's get to the college football playoff, dude. Because there's a lot of people crying. There's a lot of tears. Flood watch. Danny Cannell and Booger's tears. Booger. Uh, Come on, Here, here's booger. my question: What a booger do?
2: Nah, i's booger, you know. It's I love a tra- Travesty I love bo- for the sport.
3: I know, but here's the thing. Here's the question I'll ask you: Is have you heard anybody? I'm talking about a, a, a neutral fan of college football that's upset Florida State's not in. I mean, I'm sure there's some people.
2: Casuals, by, yeah.
3: By and large, though, it's the Florida State people, right? I haven't really been plugged into this. No,
0: it's more than I thought that are
3: really, went, yeah, yeah. So what's the what's the point? You know, like what's the
0: they think 13 and 0 undefeated conference champs should be in no matter what. And what I'll say is for 10 years since we had the playoff this is what it was supposed to be. Four spots, five conferences. Yeah. Somebody was going to get left out and be hurt. And we've just not had enough qualified teams during this run, and now we do, and we did. And then, when you have more than enough qualifying spot teams for the four spots, you rank them, and that's what happened,
3: dude. I have no problem with this. I feel bad Neither for I. Florida state guys, so do I. Yeah, I do like the Football is not fair all the time, it's just not. And no. you know, to the people, because I got on Eisen on Monday, and it was funny, you guys, you guys couldn't hear me, uh, couldn't hear Rich. But the guys in the back, Nolan being a Philly guy, his ears perked up because Eisen he asked me the question, and obviously he thought he had ace in the hole, which is that, you know, Philly, when we won the Super Bowl, what would have happened to us? Well, the difference is, of course, it's a lot easier to standardize strength of schedule in general in the in the NFL. So Mm -hmm. that's one. But the most important thing is we had three, four games to play with Nick Foles to Correct. show that we were still kind of the same team. It, we went to New York. We scored 31 points. We won a, a low-scoring game against Vegas. Um, he finished the game in L.A. in a shootout um, you know, uh, against the Rams in a big game. The, the, you just can't make that comp because it's intele- intellectually dishonest anyways because what you're saying is that Florida State has a chance to win the national championship. It's not like these two things are happening in a vacuum and you're like, oh, Eagles – 2017 florida state 2023 we know what happened to the eagles so what you're telling me is florida state can do that i i don't see it
1: And florida state was on the other side of this in 1993 they were 11 and 1 uh notre dame was 11 and 1 and west virginia was 11 and 0 going into that uh into that uh selection and um uh, they selected Florida state ahead of both. The Nundibu- I'd like Western to see
3: their the Noel 69 timeline back then. My only gripe is that if you think Georgia,
2: Ohio state, Oregon would drill this FSU team. And I think those teams would drop them to eight. We don't need to give them five for right, a participation. Right, 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 right. If you're
3: going to be honest about it, drop them to eight because that Louisville game was a hard watch. Yeah, it was a tough watch. It was a really tough watch. And you know, same thing could be said. It's kind of irrelevant, but not to SMU. You know, Liberty slides into the uh, top six, gets that bull spot. Yeah, that's brutal. that's an inconsistency, right? Um, because SMU year, played
0: Power Five programs out of conference, and Liberty didn't.
3: Yeah, they held the strength of schedule against those teams from that conference, but then yeah. not Liberty this year. Now, when it comes to those four teams, no matter what, I think this, this is it. they you can't lose an argument. It's a really fun argument, right? Because everybody's really passionate about it. Even the people like me who are casual, I have an opinion and and I don't feel wrong. No mm-hmm. one's wrong about this, because there's no criteria. Correct. Like, it's an opinion, whatever you have, it's not a fact, it's an opinion. And you know, when it comes to opinions, what, what I do is I watch the tape, <laughs> you know, like, there's no criteria to say, as Steve put it, this has never been a perfect process. We haven't had a situation like this since probably the first playoff, right, with TCU. Yeah. Where there's controversy. We're lucky we've gotten to this point and it's a good problem to have because this would be the perfect year for the 12-team playoff, dude. Yep. Look at this 12-team playoff, man. I mean, I don't know if you can pull it up, but I was looking at some of the uh, the matchups. We haven't had a playoff where there there isn't a blowout in the first round. I can't spot many at all in, in this 12-team playoff. So, when this happens, uh, I think people are going to be happy. And hopefully, the parity in college football, relatively speaking, continues. And it's not just like, hey, there's one team from the SEC or Clemson uh, from the Deshaun era uh, or the Trevor era. And, you know, we can actually get this playoff to where I don't know what happens. Who wins this playoff? Mm. Eve? How do you see cool. this 12 team playoff going if they had rolled this this year? Uh,. With those four spread out that is there a double digit line in here? Liberty and FSU possibly? Oh yeah. I mean that, in that's in Alabama,
2: it. the the Liberty FSU winner. Yeah, Liberty yeah.
3: You, so you have a little bit of a mess up there up top, but otherwise I don't see a single digits, Mizzou, Oregon, um, Ole Miss and Georgia, I don't know. Uh, it but, was
0: double digits last time.
3: Yeah, it was double digits. it'd probably be double digits again. But yeah. you get some good ball games that you wouldn't get otherwise. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. In, what do you in the final four? You wouldn't get any blowouts. No. Other than Bama, possibly. Which we should have this year. Yeah, we're gonna have it anyways.
0: Can't we not? What, I I I get all that. But when you look at these matchups, what we have for New Year's Day, it is spectacular.
3: So what do you think? First read. First read.
0: I uh. I wonder about Michigan. And I asked the question, is Michigan better than they were last year? Just for an assessment of Michigan. And I'm not I'm not sure. Obviously McCarthy uh is a year older and everybody's gonna point to what he did and turn the ball over against TCU being a factor in that game. But I wonder about Michigan and the idea in the Big Ten where you don't have an athlete like Jalen Milrow at quarterback in that league. Yeah. So I, I trust Iowa Michigan's – huh?
3: Iowa quarterback? Did you see the ball No. Ballpark?
0: Hill doesn't have – he
3: doesn't have the juice that, that Melrose has. It looks does. like he won a contest to be out there. <laughs> Can we talk about something real quick? Oh. Uh, at what point is – and we're starting to call him out on it. But I, I watch these Dr. Pepper throwing contests every year now. And it's basically like the tuition hunger games. Uh-huh. When When you say it out loud, like it's like – one of you's going to college. One of you's going to get crushed by student loan debt. Ready, break. And Alejandro walks off, and he's going to college. And uh, Charlie, from you know, I'm watching the uh, Pac-12 championship game. He's got to go pay for college. And the next game, you actually get one that that is all fucked up, and somebody might have won who didn't win, and the other guy gets 100k. How fucked up are these contests, dude? It's tough. You think the playoffs bad? Yeah, we- we just
2: we need to eliminate the the chest pass. Yes. We need to have actual
3: football throws, pump pass and kick. I just I, I can't. What if we th-
0: just move the yardage back and made the target bigger?
3: In today's society is cruel. It's just cruel. It's cruel. And the loser is killed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you probably feel when you lose that contest, dude. Yeah. I mean, talk about half court shot. You think I got nothing to lose? uh except for the guy who tore his achilles at the staples center but these people these poor fucking people dude i crazy anyways
2: you, i reckon alabama is going to be pretty public maybe people
3: No yeah. um, are. they already are steve you called that too i was watching all the tv programs you desmond howard all the all the folks and and you were on bama so I just want to take that moment. Coming to, off two three point victories. Yeah, coming off two three point victories. Michigan's
2: enrolling. People yeah. people not giving Michigan their due. hmm I like Michigan and Texas.
3: Michigan and Texas, okay to play for I'll all. I'll take a of shot
0: with Washington uh, with the idea of what they have at, at they're gonna be fully healthy. Texas is is awesome. I I love what's I'm so happy for Sorry, I was actually more nervous for them uh yeah. Saturday night than anybody, just cause you get all this talk, and it's like, wait a minute. Is the head-to-head going to Tuscaloosa going to matter here? Yeah. You know, with the, with the way people are talking about Alabama. So It did. Though, I just ultimately. look – Texas is going to have to start a true freshman at safety and corner, and Washington's receivers – you saw what they did to Oregon. And Oregon's secondary is not a strength. But well, Washington – I feel like Texas will be the public there. Um, everybody will bet the over because they know the quarterback's names. But I – I look at uh, Washington as a live dog there to keep that one close. I, 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 that, to end the night, that game is in New Orleans. Those two fan bases, that that's fantastic.
3: And who do you like in the national championship?
0: I got to see who wins the semis, Chris. Let's say let's say, Macon's
3: – uh, well, was that you or who said Michigan? Yeah, everybody's Michigan.
0: saying right. Bama-Texas rematch. So yep. I'm right. going to go – I'm going to say one of those doesn't happen.
3: Yeah,
2: Michigan over Texas. Michigan over Texas. Yeah.
3: Steve, what do you think about Wyoming in their bowl game? I'm kind of looking at Wyoming. Uh, Chase Long's looking to fucking New Year's. (laughs) Is that because this is the first
0: game of bowl season? You don't even know
3: who they play, Maybe (laughs) I think they played Toledo or something. On the CW. Yeah, on the CW. My home, home network. That's why. I just did a little plant here, network plant, Chris.
0: I thought you were going to ask about your Montana Grizz being alive in the FCS playoffs.
3: Well, when is that game? Because I'll bet the house on the Grizz. I don't need much right now. Are you? Yeah, I'm waiting for
0: those lines to be posted. You know, okay? uh, not doing. I great. believe they are Saturday night. Saturday night? or Friday night? night? No, they might be Friday night. Okay.
3: Well, just tell me what you think about Wyoming when you know. Okay. Um, all right. You got any awards to give out before we get into our uh, locks and finish? I do. W- Speaking
0: else? of the FCS playoffs, uh, Albany. Is still alive. Quarterback Reese Poffenbarger.
1: Mm.
0: Reese yeah. Poffenbarger. Great Dane. Maryland kid. I believe he started at Old Dominion. Left there. He's a great Dane for Albany. Threw for two, ran for two. They rolled Richmond. 41 13, I think. He's accounted for 39 touchdowns. Keep an eye on the great Danes in these FCS playoffs, but Reese Poffenbarger. Your Timmy Chang Award winner.
2: This
3: there week. we go. Let's Congrats to, to the Reese. Other, you know, yeah.
2: So what I have to say about that. Not, not just got everybody runs and throws on Richmond.
3: No. <laughs> no. Go ahead. What's your next award? You got another one?
0: No, that's it.
3: That's it. This week.
0: We're all in on the FCS playoffs.
3: <laughs> okay. All right. That's all okay. we got
0: left for a while. All right.
3: Wow, Wyoming
0: point dog against Toledo.
3: You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game time makes it easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, even last-minute deals. I know because I always wait till the last minute. You can preview the views from all your seats in the venue and Game Times lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, protects my tickets. That's what I need. GameTime is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total upfront. So, you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Greenlight for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Greenlight G R E E N L I G H T. That's the code for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Hey, listen, guys. I don't know how you wanna, how you wanna rank the three guys in the locks. I know I have a feeling I'll be like third or something by some metric, but uh, 21 and 18 making 21 and 18. Steve, hmm. 21, 16, and two me. So wow. I don't know how I end up third, but I guess you guys,
4: that just means you get to pick third. No, you're third. in first, okay, good, no, good.
2: You're okay. in first place. Sure. You're just in first place. Sure.
0: <laughs> make it sure.
2: How did Steve and I get tied?
0: Oh, and three, baby.
2: Is that right?
0: He knew. Yeah. Tell I me
2: how pick. my ass tastes, Steve. <laughs> three and O for Big Make Dog, huh?
0: That's <laughs> how fast it can happen, buddy.
2: Okay, you're saying it's me? Yeah, how me? does my
0: ass I'm taste, guys?
4: You. <laughs> <sighs> you're up two pushes. It's a little. Yeah, it's little good yeah.
3: though. I yeah. have more money.
0: Everybody have their fun. He's right?
3: not up any. They're tied.
0: <laughs> Peanut Gallery in the back chiming in. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Where's our staff picks? Yeah, we'll see. Oh, read the blog. Read the blog. <laughs> blog.
2: On my uh, copy and paste here, I, I have Jags Browns at thirty six and a half. You're telling me that's thirty one? That changes things
3: <laughs> just a little bit. I see
4: thirty and a half. It's okay. a key number. These are, right. these are updated
3: okay. in today's NFL. This is a key number. Okay. I don't. Is um, Thursday night on the table. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, Making your up because you're picking first. <laughs> Don't know how you get to pick first over Steve. Steve, would you like to pick first? A tiebreak oh. goes to who had the dumpster fire of a weekend.
2: Okay, I'll take uh, a team I really like against a team I'm not sold on. Quite frankly, the LA Rams plus seven points. That's a good play in Baltimore. Might be a mm. half point contender there. Good play alert. Interested to see,
0: interested to see weather there. Mm. Hmm. Getting a little chilly.
2: Mm. Kyron mm. can play in any weather.
0: Hmm.
3: You're up, Steve.
0: I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders Got plus
3: three at home. Dog it. I'll be damned. You had them too.
2: Um, <sighs> if I'm being honest with you, Chris. No. I didn't. Yeah, but you also don't have any until No, no, right no, no, now. No, okay. no, 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 no. I have some underlined okay, here. Good.
3: Yeah, I use the I use the underline factor <laughs> on, on Word. Oh, nice. Okay. Microsoft Word. <laughs> I'll take the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Minus two and a half at home. I'm just gonna keep riding these guys, man. I'm not. I'm uh, m- making a stand on Kansas City. I'm, I, my legs are tired, but I stand on. Okay. All right. Two and a half. I'll I'll, I'll I'll
2: raise you two and a half. Give me the Atlanta Falcons at home to to win the division against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That number's two and a half. Atlanta at home mm. minus two and a half.
3: Mm. I like a lot of these plays, guys. I didn't have them
0: last week for the first time in a while. I will take them and get back on the train. Give me the Eagles plus three
3: and a half. Wow. Mm. Okay. All right. Some people like that total. Some people like that total, guys, but not me. Damn, uh, Steve. That's a good pick. Sorry, Chris. That's no, you're good, good. pick, Steve. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. Jets are ready yeah. to quit. Um, no way!
0: That's my most fascinating game this week. Yeah, I just... can't wait because there. This is it for the Jets. Like,
3: how many the... times can it be it for the Jets? You know what I mean? I agree with you. It is this it. is it. But but how many times can they say that? Cause... Okay,
0: here's a here's a... if we can, the Jets lose, we don't mention their name.
3: Yeah, we'll just we'll just stop. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, all right, everybody. On board I think all you. major podcasts should have to do that too. I don't see that. It's <laughs> just joking.
4: Uh, <laughs> make's your turn.
3: Yeah,
2: I know. I know whose turn it is. <laughs> um, hmm. That mm. doesn't seem right.
3: Hmm. Indeed. Hmm. Hmm. Mm.
2: Making it's your turn. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Lions-Bears over. Whoa. Lions-Bears right. over. Okay. Give me a number. 40. 40 points. Yeah, I mean,
3: it looks juicy.
0: Okay. Uh, I will take... Cowboy reads Broncos. Give me my half God point there, plus three and a half.
3: Mm. Gosh
2: darn it. We're aligned, though, huh?
3: Positive week. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, which leads me to my next pick. Getting off of Steve stink. Now, guys, you, you're off the board here, but help a friend in need. Yes, go. All right, now, here's the problem I have, Steve. He's not going to help me. If anything, he might try to hurt me. Uh, that's not Correct. how I roll. All right, Steve. I got you. I'm right hey. here. La- Sunday, you know, I've had a rough Sunday night because the Chiefs and all those teasers that came crashing down, and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put my nuts on the table right now. Uh, a lot can change for the Bengals. It, it could probably get worse, right? Uh, I'm going to bet the Colts' money line, uh, which was was, was like, uh, you know, two to one, something like that. Uh, and now it is like a pick em. Yeah. And so I'm kind of wondering, do I just take the Colts? You know, because nobody's going to be on the fucking Colts. Nobody. Did you see last night? That's M.O. says to take
0: night. the team, go against the team that covered on Monday night.
3: That's what the book says? Yep. yep. Now, I will tell you, I, I'm just going to fucking do it, man. All right. I'm putting all do my it. chips on the table. I got my real chips on the table. I got my reputational chips on the table. All right. All right. I don't Mark care.
2: Chase, T. Higgins.
3: I don't care. Something about this doesn't make sense. WDE. What do you think it was going to be? What do you think it was going to be? If you were Vegas and you were trying to put the line on, like, what? Pick.
0: I would have it as a pick, em. pick. You would.
3: Pick, yeah. pick, pick. Well, fuck you guys then. <laughs> <laughs> then I kind of like want? Pittsburgh Seven New England points? under 30. Ooh, ooh, that, mm. Give me the Pittsburgh just... New England under 30. The Undertaker. And that's. You want to add right, so we got point
4: s- there and make it 30 and a half?
3: No, you know, uh, I don't know what you would do in this situation if you were me.
2: Typically, I, you got one round number, you make it a hook.
3: I, yeah, but I kind of feel like these pushes are what has me in first go place. Oh, with in your the gut. first Place. That's true. So I, I'm going to go Texans to five.
2: Okay.
3: It makes no sense. Maybe, but neither does you guys being tied with me right now. Because <laughs> if you tell me you're not, you're, you're actually going to keep the most of your money. Hmm.
2: Rams. God. Rams, please plus seven
3: and a half.
4: Gotcha. All right, any games you all didn't bet that look interesting, like Panthers, Saints?
3: Fuck yeah, there's dangling. so many right now that look interesting. They're all appetizing. Why are there two Monday night games? Don't know. But you know, <laughs> that might be the night that I bet the Dolphins. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. And I don't know why none of us didn't pick the Packers. You know, we were talking about it earlier, Jordan Love, he, he's seen blitz. He's handled the blitz. I love the the Broncos Chargers play from Steve. Uh I think we both Thank probably you. do. How do you feel about my Chiefs play?
0: I, I, I think that's he I doesn't
3: just feel good. I don't
0: it's <laughs> a great response. I don't.
3: He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Stay away. I don't away like what, they, or look, or like don't the like what they
0: look like. I don't like it.
3: I don't like what they look like. Defense either, has dude. been
0: getting, you know, been getting got. Get,
3: got. They'll be home anytime, you know? Be, yeah, they are different at home. They're going like no, I mean, to wake up Cleveland anytime, Cleveland dude. Yeah. No, you're uh, right. And then I love the Raiders. Uh, we basically picked every every game on the slate here between the three of us and making
0: Macon would take his Cowboys that he loves so much in the playoff
3: no I, no he he liked the I, I put Miami in I there. just I had a mention of the Cowboys no I know we don't want to beat them in the playoffs uh, Eagles is the right side three and a half you kidding me hey any of these totals all right. like all right let's just run through the totals real real quick because we didn't play a lot of totals Texans Jets am I seeing that right 33. Under, yeah. Tank Dell, you got to adjust to that. And that, by the way, that's a lot of points in a low total game for your boy. But oh well. Uh, Rams, Ravens, 40 and a half. Ah. Heard something about weather. Okay. Staying away from that total. Panthers, Saints, 37 and a half. By the way, you should take the Panthers here. Oh. I just, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. And I like the under. I do. Uh, Colts, Bengals, 40. I think that's going over. And if it goes under, the Colts win. That's why I feel good about this. Okay, I might hedge with the over bet.
2: My Those getting home by seven thirty, under or over. Uh, I was a little, uh, it was a little. I had time. Little well, production joke. It did uh, take you three minutes? I've been the home picks. in. I've been home in uh, two days, little, but that's
3: a guy with a job, and you know. That's a little little. not, podcast not joke. Real estate, which is a trade. It's a hobby. It's a hobby. Uh, it's a okay.
2: vocation, really.
3: Last one that I, I think, because um, Macon wants to get out of here, uh, 40 and a half Vikings Raiders is something I'm eyeing up. Steve? Under. Under? Yeah. I could, I could be talked into that. And then the Eagles and Cowboys, actually. This is one somebody texted me about earlier. That number's shooting up. Yeah. And I think it's too late to get on it at 53. That'd if it great. gets up to 54... Maybe I like the under.
4: Okay.
0: I got one question for you yeah. guys. Where are the AFC title game and NFC title games going to be played?
3: <sighs> Kansas City and San Francisco. Wow. Why? Just wonder. What do you think?
0: Baltimore and San Francisco. Wow.
3: I just don't see I, – I don't see Baltimore – Okay, uh, coming out of that couple game gauntlet. Well, now that Trevor's hurt, mm. you know I like their matchup against Miami. I just think they lose to San Francisco, and then what? What if the Chiefs went out? Anyways, we've talked about this. Yeah, macon has got to get home, guys. Do you? Should we yeah. go through the the, the kickoff times an of question. every game? Shocker. Oh, the fucking podcast is an hour and ten minutes. You've had ten days off. <laughs> People online ask me, we need more making. I'm like, yeah, if he'd be willing to work more.
0: Mm, that's that's a problem.
3: Yeah. All right. That is a hey, big the signee
0: show. for Wahoo Was. Huh? Chris Tyree.
3: Chris Tyree. Domer. Yeah, Chris Tyree. I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. Notre Dame slot back. Okay. Quart- Different
2: Quarterback. We got a quarterback. Oh, we got a quarterback coming in. Yeah. We don't need a quarterback.
3: We have Calandria. Yeah. yeah after Calandria. Exactly. After Calandria. Okay, All right. Good. It's a pipeline now. Good. Take care, everybody. Love you, Steve. Love Love you, you guys. Shout Shout out to the branch.
1: Uh, (laughs) You owe me something.